fam. Oh my God, my perfect angels, how are we? I have missed you guys so much. I'm sure that we have been talking in DMs or text or email or in the Facebook group or something, but I still miss you guys. I always picture like a certain person listening to this podcast and you're walking your perfect angel dog, you're driving to work, you're a bomb ass bitch, you're in line at Starbucks. I actually had someone uh, text me and say that the barista was like, why is that girl yelling? Like, what are you listening to? Um, which I found hilarious. Um, I just love you guys a little bit more. Don't tell anyone else, but you guys are just my special people. This podcast is like therapy to me. I don't get paid to do it. I don't necessarily have to do it. I get to do it. And I've been kind of like all over the place, not being able to fit in um, an episode, which made me very fucking upset. So anyway, um, happy to be here. Happy to be back. I don't know if this is going to be 30 minutes. I don't know if it's going to be three hours. We're just going to chat, have a couple things to go over. But, um, oh, those are just my puppies tiddling in here. Sorry. Um, I have been a traveling machine. I was actually just in the shower for the first time today. It's uh, 3 p.m. And I was like, where have I been? I feel like I have not been anywhere. I saw one of my neighbors the other day and she was like, do you guys like travel for a living? Or like, what do you do? Because you're never here. And I was like, I know it's wildly depressing. Troy and I had our one year anniversary at the lake. We invited some friends up, got this huge house on Lake Oconee. It was absolutely incredible. Um, if you saw my stories, do you guys listen to the, hi Moosey, do you listen to the Crime Junkie podcast? There's a, I forget what it's called. It is a podcast about these two murders that were on Lake Oconee. And it's literally so sad. So trigger warning for sadness. Um, It is a like grandpa and grandma, like 85 plus years old. The grandpa gets decapitated and left in the garage. And the wife, the grandma, they, they put like cement blocks on her, take her out to the middle of the lake and drown her. And then she somehow like came to the surface. Okay. Well, the, and, and they have never been, oh, oh, Jesus. They always bark when I'm about to get to the good part. Um, but anyway, they have never been solved. It was in like the 90s. No, it wasn't. It was in 2014 or something like that. Um, but it has never been solved. There's nothing. I think that it was a neighbor because they pulled up their boat. Like they got to the house via the boat, which is just so crazy. You have to have to listen to the episode. You can Google it. Anyway, our house was directly across from the house where they're murdered. And of course we got on the boat. We drove over there. There's people who live there. Sorry if you can hear those sirens. And then someone, um, Actually, she's on my new skin team. She texted me and she's like, Gretch, I know the people who live there now. And I'm like, why do they live there? Like, what do they, what do they think? And she's like, I don't know, but they like, don't care about it. They're just like, whatever, because I'm sure they got it for a very nice price. Um, but then... <laughs> This is so bad. Um, But then, you know, we were like the whole weekend was so perfect. Like we rented a boat, got this big house, campfire, s'mores, all the all the shit. Right. And I smoked a little bit of weed. Uh, You know, I'm not a big I I smoke. uh, Anyway, I don't smoke like 
ungodly amounts because like one hit like sends me over the edge. But anyway, I smoked a little bit of weed and then I got on a tube and my friend Jen and I, she didn't because she's an angel, um, but I was so high and we were tubing. And have you guys ever been tubing when like you can't breathe because you can't stop laughing? And then they took us right to the murder house, which is like right where the grandma was drowned. I mean, she's not in there anymore. I hope, well, she's not because they, she rose to the top. But anyway, just imagine yourself. If you've ever smoked weed and you're at that point where like you can't stop laughing and then you're on a fucking tube and they're just doing like the circle of death, literally. And then I flew off the tube and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this lake is haunted. Someone's gonna kill me. You know, when you just like go through that thought process, it's really fucking terrible. And then Jen was, Jen's like strong. She's like a trainer, right? But she's like, I'm a lot bigger than her. And she's trying to pull me up onto the tube and our friend Lauren is videotaping it. And she's like crying, laugh, Lauren is, she's like, <laughs> like trying to film us. And then um, I like reached for Jen's hand, but then accidentally pulled her in. And then they drove the boat away and it was honestly so fucking terrible, but it was gorgeous. Best sunset, but I, I lived to tell the story. But anyway, Lake Oconee is a great spot. We, um, where was I? Then I just went to Utah for our new skin convention. That was a wild fucking time. Ute, Salt Lake City is whack. Like, so it's Mormon country, right? And I'm going to say this lightly because I don't know shit about the religion, but there, um, it, it was just crazy. Mormons have, you know, they don't drink alcohol. They don't even drink tea. Um, they have, I don't know if this is a Mormon thing or if it's just a coincidence, but they happen to have like a lot of children. Um, and we were walking past like a very busy street corner and there are these protesters on the street and they're saying like, it, they literally have a website called stophavingkids.com. And I was like, wrong place, man. Like I get where you're trying to prove a point, but I think this is, I think this is like the culture. Like you might want to you might want to move. I like fear for your safety here. Anyway, so I was just standing behind them being like trying to read their signs. And I was like, oh man, like something bad could happen. But anyway, um, it was great. Go to Jamaica on Sunday. Today is, I don't even know today is Wednesday. Um, I go to Jamaica on Sunday for our success trip. So excited. Um, taking my dad, my stepmom, my stepsister and Troy. It's going to be so fun. Uh, my stepsister actually turns 18 the day that we arrive in Jamaica, um, which is just going to be absolutely incredible. And I'm going to get her so drunk. It's going to be incredible. Uh, I just said incredible. It's going to be amazing. Another adjective. Um, I have really bad, I thought it was acid reflex and I got corrected many times on my story. It's acid reflux. And I don't know why, like all of a sudden the last couple days, and some people said it was from wine and chocolate. Well, I have ate and drank those every day for like the past 10 years. So I'm not really sure why it's all of a sudden. I don't lay down after I eat. I don't lay down, um, until it's time to go to sleep because I just walk around in circles all day. Speaking of that, when, um, if you were following along, when I was in Salt Lake, got asked to speak on stage. So incredible. Like, but the amount of bubble guts, that was the most nerve wracking thing. Like Mel Robbins spoke, uh, I guess it was what, the day after, the afternoon after I spoke. Yeah, that same afternoon, Mel Robbins got on the stage and spoke. And I was on that stage. Like the two are not the same. The two do not match. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? And they were like, you know, backstage and with the CEO, he's like, hey, if you could, you know, say this, go a little off cuff. But like, remember that the news might be here. Like, don't be like... 
saying shit that like you can't say. You know how Newskin's like kind of a conservative company? Like you can't make claims that aren't true. Don't make any money claims. Um, and try not to say dick. Try not to say fuck. And if you don't, then I'll give you a prize. And I was like, fuck yeah, I love a prize. Anyway, um, but then most one of the most probably top 10 best moments of my life, um, I was awarded, I guess, um, the young just want to say it's young, which means I'm under 35 and I'm going to relish in that the young entrepreneur of the year for all of North America, which I now know is a continent, not a country. Um, and I was shocked. Like I didn't even know that the award existed until like a couple weeks ago. And then Carly, um, who is my, my friend, obviously, but she's my upline in the business. Um, she started to act really weird. My dad was texting me all this weird stuff. Um, Carly and my dad have been talking all weekend and then, you know, my dad would text me and he's like, are you sitting next to Carly right now? And I was like, yeah, why? And anyway, so I think she got like a little bit of an inkling. Um, and then I was like, okay, um, this would be crazy, but there's thousands and thousands of incredible people, mostly women, which I'm very excited about, um, to win this award. And then they gave it to me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fucking insane. And I cried hysterically and it was just no idea what I said on stage, probably something really stupid. Um, but it's amazing, right? But it really fuels, you know, Troy's like, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. But fuck, that means that it like, it, um, what's the word? What's the word? I'm, uh, it like, not glorifies it. Um, hold on. Justified. It justified that like, the blood, sweat, tears, not really. Um, but like the time and the energy and the effort and the grit and the grinds, like it was all worth it that I've been doing for the last two years in this business. Like it was worth it. It wasn't like some stupid thing. Like I wasn't, um, it wasn't all for nothing. You know, not that awards are everything, but I was like, they recognize that like they, um, and anyway, I remember when I was on stage, I was like, this is for anyone who's ever fucking been told that they're not good enough. They're not smart enough. Uh, they're not worthy of success. Like they, you know, if anyone's ever told you that they're not proud of you, like that fucking award was for those people because I've been there and fuck those hoes. That's what I've got to say. Um, or that's what I wanted to say on stage, but I decided not to. And I just know it's so funny because obviously my dad was crying. That's where I get my crying from. But I also get my work ethic and love for work from my dad, right? Because I was telling him all about it. And he's like, all right, G, like what's next? And I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know. What's the, ne the next award that you can get is entrepreneur of the year, which means you're over 35. So I've got to wait, you know, 10 years, just kidding, <laughs> um, a few years. Um, so I don't know what's next. It's not an award. My, uh, the next thing, if anybody cares no one asked but um like my next my next goals my next dreams are all about my people right they're about if you're in network marketing you're in new skin by the way i met so many people not so many people i met some people in utah who aren't on my team they're like oh my god i listen to your podcast and i was like fuck yeah like i love you people so if that's you and i met you this week last weekend whatever i fucking love you and you're so cool and like you're just the tits um what was I saying? Oh, anyway, my dad. Um, like ever since I was a kid, he's just like, life is so amazing, but so is work. Like he loves to work. It's where he finds his purpose. Now, like he is a firefighter and a paramedic. So he's literally like saving lives. And I'm just talking a bunch of bullshit on the internet, like a very big difference. Um, but that's where I get like the, rah, the grit, the grind, I keep going, you know? Anyway, um, okay. So if you, oh, hold, Henry, Henry. 
Um, I put it on my Instagram. Like, what shall we talk about this week? Got a lot of responses, but got an alarm, not alarmingly, but a large amount of people who wanted to talk about friendship breaks, breakups. Henry, you're not allowed to chew that on the bed, pal. Whatever. These dogs were in my life. Um, a lot of people wanted to talk about friendship breakups, like why they happen, if I've ever gone through them, how you deal with them. And I would honestly love to talk about it because if you think about it, how many movies, songs, whatever can you name that are about romantic relationship breakups? Like it's all over the place. I can't, but I can't name one song. Maybe there's a couple movies, but I can't name one song that's about like a friendship breakup. And to me, I've had a few in my life and they usually sting so much more than when a boyfriend dumps me or I dump them and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I, I honestly think it's because girlfriends can be like your soulmate, you know? And I don't know about you, but I tell my girlfriends everything, like everything. Like I once, just a little TMI here, I once thought that I had a, is it a hemorrhoid or a hernia? One of the two. And I FaceTimed my friend Amanda, who's a labor and delivery nurse, and I spread my butt cheeks on camera. And I was like, is this okay? And she's like, yep, yep, you're good. And I was like, no, 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 look a little bit more. She's like, bitch, you're fine. You And don't send me a picture. I was like, okay, as long as you say so. Like fears, dreams. I asked them all for advice. Um, my embarrassing moments, like things that I wouldn't even tell my boyfriend. I tell my friends, like girlfriends are just so fucking important in life. And like, they celebrate all of my wins. I celebrate all of theirs. I know everything about them. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. But friends are, what do they say? Friends are the family that you get to choose. So when a relationship like that ends, it hits you from all angles. It's like not just a friendship. It's not just a romantic. It's like you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend and my friend and my sister and my mom sometimes. You know what I mean? Like it's all over. And I think like a big thing for us women when a romantic relationship doesn't work out is because of rejection right? We think I must not be pretty enough. Um, maybe he doesn't see me as a future wife. Maybe he cheated on me. Maybe he thinks someone else is better. And that bullshit fucking sucks. Or we are the ones who decide that like that person isn't for us. And we just wasted motherfucking God knows how long. Like, but a girlfriend is, like I said, it's like everyone all wrapped up into one. Like sometimes I even, I'm like, okay, I'm giving advice. Like you're my sister. I'm giving my advice. Like maybe I've been through this before, like not a daughter, but you know what I mean? It's like everything all wrapped up into one. And I just don't think that people talk about it. And it's probably because we have no idea how the fuck to talk about it or like what to say or how to handle it. So there's all kinds, in my opinion, of friendship breakups. And it's, It's weird because you wouldn't just like gradually drift apart from a boyfriend. At least there's like some sort of conversation, some sort of uh, not conversation, closure. And it's like clear as day. Okay, you are not dipping your dick inside of me anymore. Like, got it. Like, this is this is a, a line. Got it. But I feel like some friendships are truly you're just growing apart, right? Like I think of some of the girlfriends that I went to college with who were great, but then we moved away, literally moved cities, life got in the way, and honestly just gradually grew apart. And usually it's like both people doing it at the same time. Um, And that happens often, right? And it's sad. Um, 
but people change and people grow and, and that's okay. But I do think, and this is just a side note, I think it's still nice, like when I catch up with old friends and it's like, hey, hope you've been well. I miss seeing you. Think about you. Wish you the best. And the other person's like, yeah, you too. Like, I see you doing X, Y, and Z. Like, that's so amazing. Um, but I feel like a lot of people feel so much guilt in that. And you're like, fuck, I haven't reached out to them in so long. I feel terrible. I don't want to feel terrible. So then I don't reach out. Like, no one likes to do things very, like, very willingly that they know they're going to feel terrible about. So a lot of people don't do that. But I just wanted to say that I think that that's okay. And I I would hope that both people on either receiving end are like, hey, we used to be friends in college. We were much different into much different activities then. Maybe you were into like acid and shit back then. And, and now you've maybe grown apart and that person still does acid and you don't or whatever. But it's like, I think it's nice to just send a note to be like, hey, it's okay that we we drifted apart. Like, I don't hate you. You don't hate me. We're not bad people, but like, I hope you're doing well. And I think about you sometimes. I, I think it is important to like, let people know that you're thinking of them without being like, Hey, I haven't eaten to me in five years. You know what I mean? Just wanted to say that. And then there's relationships that end because someone like friendships end because someone is just a piece of shit. And what I have personally gathered in life is that people feel like shame. If that's the word guilt, I don't know, because a friendship of theirs ended. It's almost like embarrassing and they feel like it doesn't happen to other people or they don't know what to do, why it happened. And I think that it's just not talked about enough. So simply put for my simple mind is that friendships end because the relationship just wasn't working. Just like another romantic relationship ends because the relationship wasn't working. Like truly a friendship is a relationship. So maybe there was like mismatched expectations of what a friendship should be. I feel like in a romantic relationship, it's very defined. Like love each other, good. Cheating, bad. Sleeping with someone else, bad. And it's not like that in a friendship. Like there's no actual like textbook definition of what is a good friend and what isn't. Because I think of myself, for example, I have very good, strong relationships where I talk to those people every single day. And I have very good, strong relationships where I talk to someone once a month, once a quarter. Like it's just the relationship almost needs different things. And it isn't that gray in a romantic relationship. You know what I mean? So um, I think that some people, I don't know, it's almost like you need to have like a conversation or you need to like figure it out somehow that like if something's starting to go south and and maybe you don't feel like the relationship is just as strong, maybe like reaching out. I, I'm saying this because I had a couple people be like, how do you keep friendships for so long? And sometimes I feel like everyone just needs a check-in. Everyone needs to be like, hey, how you doing? Can I support you in a different way? I hope, do you know that I love you? Like I just fully fucking believe in talking to your friends. Like they are literally your wife. Like, how do you want to be talked to? Like I text my friends and I'm like, 
good morning, beautiful angel. I hope you're having the best day. Is there anything I can do to help you? And like Troy wakes up and I'm like, what's up, bro? No, just kidding. But you know what I mean? Like treat your girlfriends like they are your fucking wife. Like how like amazing would it be if that's how we all talk to each other and we would all be better humans. We'd all be so much happier. Compliment the fuck out of your friends. Like they are the best thing that can ever happen to you in your life. And I feel like sometimes, I mean, think about it. Think about a marriage where someone's been married for 20 years. I obviously don't have that fucking experience, but I've had friendships for 15 plus years and that shit can get maybe stale. Maybe you get used to the person. Maybe you kind of take advantage of the fact that they're there to support you and love you and be a shoulder to cry on. Like you got to kind of not spice it up, but you've got to keep like, like don't, don't, um, don't like take advantage of the fact that you, if you have a friend for 10 years, that is fucking incredible. Like make sure that you text them. If you haven't told them in three years that you love the shit out of them and you really appreciate them, shoot them a text message right now, because that is just the best thing that you can hear from someone who like knows all, oh God, it makes me emotional. But you know what I mean? Like your friends, your girlfriends can know every fucking thing about you. They've been through shit. Maybe you've been like a piece of shit and sometimes, and you're, you've, apologize because you're a self-aware person and they're like, girl, I got you. I know you were going through that. Like, it's okay. Like you owe, in my opinion, we owe as girlfriends so much to each other. And so when we're talking about what you guys wanted to talk about, about friendships ending, if someone isn't like that, right? Like if you're saying that to them, like if someone doesn't make you feel supported and loved, and I'm not talking about someone who like, you've been friends forever. You don't have to say that kind of shit, but like they don't naturally make you feel like that. We're going to talk about this more in a second, but anyway. Um, okay. So when, when you break up with an ex, you know how it's either like, Hey, like let's stay friends never works. Or like, don't ever fucking look at me again, or I will cut you. There's usually like some sort of decision about that. When you end a friendship in, in some instances, it's like, do we speak in social settings? Like, do I congratulate you that you had a baby? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's so confusing, right? Whereas a romantic breakup, it's usually like pretty easy to figure out what the fuck's going on. Okay, so there are so many different kinds of friendships, right? There's different history within them, different personalities, different needs, wants live like long distance friendships, close friendships, neighbors, whatever. Um, so keep that in mind, but let's just talk about one of the most common ones that I get where someone is completely blindsided by a long-term friend. Oh my God, my acid reflex. Sorry, that's really crushing me today. Blindsided by a long-term friend who just cuts them off without warning, right? Let's say it's you and you are a very self-aware individual, you know for a fact that you weren't rude or disrespectful or cruel or anything of the sort, okay? You thought the relationship was great and then bam, you don't get a wedding invite or you're not invited to a baby shower or you get removed from a group chat. I actually have like five different examples of these in my emails right now from y'all that I need to respond to and I promise I will. Um, but 
that is like there's so many different scenarios and it's hard to be like oh well that you know it's a very uh like one off one off basis one-on-one sort of conversation um anyway so let's talk present day for a second okay covid the pandemic fucked a lot of shit up like the pandemic in my opinion either pulled people like very, very close together, or it completely tore them apart. And then mixed in with the political climate and so many people being like this side or that, nothing in between, and then mixed with unknown expectations, like seeing each other, like, can I come over? Are you gonna come over? Oh, well, you haven't come over. Oh, but it's because of these blah, blah, blah. Like it just messed some people up. And I think it really fucked some relationships up. It fucked some of my relationships up, if I'm being honest, not necessarily friendships, but, Anyway, different topic, different time. Um, But just wanted to say that as well, that that is like very fucking real. And it has happened to so many people. So if that happened to you, you are not alone. Again, I just don't think people talk about it because we don't know what the fuck to say. Um, And not saying that I do at all. Um, But regarding someone who was like cruel to you, right? And just totally cut you off now, doesn't respond, uh... That is cruel. That is terrible. And it hurts like hell. And the reasons they have could, the reasons they could have done that are like endless. And you might never know the answer. And I can tell you, it most likely wasn't you. Like it didn't have anything to do with you. It had everything to do with them. Maybe there, here are just a few examples of things that I have witnessed in my life of reasons why this could happen. Maybe they're pushing people away to cover up who they really are. They think that you are getting too close to them. You're going to figure out like that they're a piece of shit and you're going to expose them. So they're just like, push, push, push. Maybe this happens a lot in friendships and I didn't realize this until like a couple years ago, but people literally keep score and, Hi, um, they keep score and it's like, and they forget to tell you <laughs> or express to you that they're keeping score. And it's like, oh, well, I have started the text messages between us the past five times. So fuck you, bye. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like that actually fucking happens. Um, maybe you just don't fit into their new life. Maybe they have a shithole boyfriend who is a narcissist and is love bombing them and trying to exclude them from it. Like there are just so many fucking reasons, you know, the movie, and I don't honestly think this is the right movie, but 13 on 30, is that it? When the skanks are all like, she's not cool enough. And then she grows up to be like this boss ass bitch. Is that the movie? I I really can't fucking tell, but that happens all the time. Okay. This is, um, actually, no, I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, someone, Remind me, Henry, remind me. Um, But in my opinion, if you're cut off or like blindsided by a friend who you were nothing but kind to, and keep this in mind, sometimes people aren't self-aware and they're not like, oh, maybe I was a fucking bitch to that person. Like, let's let's make sure we look inward. But if you've looked inward and you're like, no, I'm a bomb ass fucking friend and I have so much confidence in that. And this was not, this was total out of nowhere. um, Then that bitch sucks. Like she's a coward. It's, it's like a guy who ghosts you, honestly. And she doesn't have the balls to say what, what hurt her, how you hurt her. She probably doesn't want to say why because she doesn't have a reason and she's just being a a dick. You know what I mean? Um, but what do we always say, fam? 
Rejection is redirection. The universe is literally removing toxic people from your life. So your plate is like a little less full and you have the ability to welcome amazing human beings into your life. Subtract the mofos, add in the good human beings, the people who love you and support you and your life will literally drastically change. Um, And ending friendships sucks. And it's so fucking sad and you feel so lonely, but everyone that I personally know has gone through it. Like it's very normal and it's a part of life that sucks. And like, you know, the uh, the grief process, the grieving process, there's like all these different stages. Like this is a, a loss, you know, in, in a sense, it's something that you have to go through that you're going to be angry. You're going to feel, um, what's the D word? Um, disbelief. You're going to get angry. You're going to like, think of all the good things that they used to do and all the good times and you're going to want them back. But like, in my opinion, if someone drops you like that, then we're not going back to a dude who drops us like that. So why the fuck would we go back to them? You know what I mean? But I remember when I had to like break off from some gals because they were fucking toxic. Um, But, like, for four months, my only friend in Atlanta was Moose. Maybe, like, one or two other people. But literally, Moose. And for, like, four months, me and Moose walked around. And we spent our weekends going to the farmer's market and walking around and doing puzzles and FaceTiming my friends in other cities. And he is the best friend that you could ever have. Don't make me cry. Um, But it was amazing. And then all these beautiful humans came into my life. Because when the opportunity presented itself, I was ready with open arms. And I was like, fuck yeah, like, come here. And I wasn't like wasting my time trying to figure out why this hoe dumped me or why like I wasn't good enough for a friend group. You know what I mean? Um, and, and again, do we want to be friends with people like that? No, we don't. And we don't want to marry or suck the dick of someone who doesn't want us either. Like it, it goes hand in hand, truly. Um, okay, real quick change of uh, scenery here. Um, uh, how do I say this? Why, why can I not think of the word reasons? I know it was an R reasons why you should end a friendship because you need to know when, why you should, and not really how, because I don't really know how, but anyway, and I think it's, it's very common to end a romantic relationship, right? But it's not often that you hear someone be like, I think I need to end this friendship. You know, it's like not something that is normally talked about. Um, You talk to all your girlfriends about how you should dump this motherfucker, but you're not like, hey, you know, this friend who really makes me feel like shit, maybe I should end that friendship. It's just not talked about. Um, But these are the things I think of when I think of reasons to end a friendship. Hold on, I have a note somewhere. I wrote them down. Okay, here we go. It's all one-sided. And I want you to think about relationships that you're in right now, um, friendships that you're in, that you're a part of. And if this describes anyone, maybe maybe let's think through this, right? It's all one-sided. My favorite one, you feel like shit around them. I always say like, not always say, but gauge how you feel after you've been around someone. Do you feel better about yourself? Do you feel motivated? Or do you feel like a piece of shit? Do you feel like you're not good enough? Like really uh, analyze that. Um, another reason, all they do is talk shit about other people. And you're pretty sure that if you got up from the table where you're all sitting, they talk shit about you too. I have been there. <laughs> um, this is the biggest one. It's written in all caps. You don't want to be like them. 
Do they have the qualities that you want to mimic? Okay, this is a trigger warning just of something that is sad. You know, when unfortunately somebody passes away and maybe they're young and maybe it's because they made some bad decisions and people always say they got in with the the wrong crowd. They were a part of the wrong crowd. I'm, I'm not um, talking, I'm not trying to like compare death to losing a friendship. I, I hope everybody knows that. But they, that's like a common saying, oh, they got in with the wrong crowd. Don't get in with the wrong crowd for multiple reasons. But that shit is your life. You literally become the crowd that you are around. Your crowd, your circle is you. Are you proud to be around these people? Like, do you want to be associated with how they speak to other people? Like, have you ever been at a restaurant and like someone that you're with is like rude to the waitress? Fuck that shit. I don't want to be associated with them. That's embarrassing for me. Obviously, you feel so bad for the fucking waitress, but I don't want to become like that. I don't want that to be my, you know how like when you're dating someone, you mimic like their mannerisms. That is you literally turning into the people that you surround yourself with. So why the fuck are we surrounding ourselves with people that we don't even want to be like? It doesn't have to be people that you look up to, but it has like the qualities that they possess. Do you want to be like them or are they like the opposite? Um... People who are super negative, pessimistic, never can find the fucking silver lining. I have this friend, Becca. She lives in Dallas. She just had a baby. I'm actually going to visit her in a couple weeks. And she is the kind of person who we will be at a restaurant, right? And we'll get a freaking plate of fries. And she's like, these are the best motherfucking fries I have ever had in my whole life. We will be together for a weekend. She's the sweetest fucking soul. And she's like... She's like, I am so happy right now. Like, I've never been happier. I'm so grateful that you're here. Like, I'm so happy that, like, God brought us together. She's just so fucking positive and finds the goodness in everything. I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this. But she lost her father when she was very young. Oh, my God, this makes me so fucking, like, depressed. Um, She lost her father when she was very young. And she, before she had Sophia, her perfect baby girl. She had a miscarriage and she is just such that fucking good of a human and positive where she was like, my, my dad always said that he wanted a granddaughter and that's, that's what was God's plan. And that's where she had to go. And I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about that. That was hearing her talk like that. I'm like, I fucking want to be like you. I need to, I wish you lived in Atlanta or I lived in Dallas so I could surround myself with your fucking good energy pot. Like that is like the most beautiful fucking thought. It took her obviously months to get there. And I'm not saying that whatever, uh, not whatever. Oh my God. Um, I'm going to shut up. Just surround yourself with people If you're lucky enough to find someone like that, shit, hold on to them for fucking ever. Um, Okay, other reasons. Maybe need to end a friendship. Um, They make fun of your dreams. I don't know why I even wrote this down, but like it's not clear as day. But if you are like, I'm going to invent a fucking toaster strudel. And if your friends are like, fuck yeah, like tell me more. Like give me some details, draw it out. Oh yeah, oh, what if you did that? You know what I mean? Like doesn't fucking hype you up? Isn't your first paying customer? Fuck them. Like- 
Absolutely not. We're talking quantity over quality here. I don't care if I have one friend. If that person is supporting me and loving me, that is awesome. And that is a fucking blessing. Um, another reason they feel like they're using you. Don't know why I need to write that, but have you ever felt used by a motherfucking friend? Cause I have, and that shit sucks. Um, they're extremely competitive with you and put down your success maybe to make themselves feel better, or they're just overly competitive. And like, you can tell they're not fucking registering when you're trying to be like, Hey, this great thing just happened. Or, Oh, I'm going on this great date. If remember, um, what was that episode that I talked about my best friend Brandy's wedding and how like I was so fucking single and like wasn't talking to one person. And I believe, and I'm not saying that I'm obviously perfect. This took a lot of self reflection, but when I was at that wedding, I was so fucking happy for her. I wasn't like, oh, I'll never get married. And then literally two months, Troy came into my life. And if that dude's not my husband, then I give fucking up. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, be so fucking happy for people. And if they're not happy for you, if they're competitive and they're jealous and they're rude and they make fuck comments, fuck them. Don't eat them. Um, obviously a big one. Uh, and I think this is my, yeah, this is my last on the list. Um, you don't trust them. If you don't trust someone, then absolutely not. I have always said, and trust with everything. Trust with your secrets. Trust with your fears. Trust with things that you did that you're not fucking proud of. Like if I do something that I was so fucking wrong about, do it every day. I go straight to my friends and I'm like, guys, can you believe I fucking did this? And they're like, oh, like, yeah, that, that wasn't good, but good for you for taking accountability. You know, like they're, they're your fucking support system. And if they're not, fuck them. Um, but this is, I always think about when it comes to trust in my girlfriends, I'm like, I know who my fucking ride or dies are. If I could say like, hey, Brand, I need you to drive my car across country with Troy. You guys have to stay in these rinky dink motels, one bed, and you've got to drive for six days. Can you do it? And she's like, yep. And I 1000% trust her to sleep in the bed next to my, I actually kind of, I think we've talked about this before, but we giggle about it. Um, that's like, that's, that's trust. That's like a sister. That's a ride or fucking die. And in my opinion, if your friendships, right, everyone has different level of friendships. You have your best friends. Maybe you have one solid fucking best friend, but then you have people who you're like, yeah, like there's still so much trust and love and support, but maybe they're not like, I don't know. And then you have people who you're not really sure of. Get those people out of your life. Like you do not need people who you question their motives, you question their intentions. They're, maybe they're just shitty fucking people in general. Like I remember, um, who was this? I don't know, talking to someone whose boyfriend's best friend was like cheating on his wife or something. And I'm like, isn't that a little bit of a red flag that you are friends with, that, that your boyfriend is friends with someone who cheats on their wife? Like, does the boyfriend think that that's very wrong? Like, what are we thinking here? Because I don't want my boyfriend associated with someone who, you know what I mean? Like, that's fucking, I don't know. I just think there's so many incredible people in this world. There's so many people who would be an incredible friend to you. And it's like, even if you haven't found him, right? Maybe you had a friendship breakup a couple months ago and you haven't made any new friends. Like, give it time. Like, those doors are closing so that other ones can open. Like, just... I'm such a huge fucking believer in like rejection is redirection. Like the universe, God, whatever you believe in does not want you to be friends or associated with that person, especially if someone just boop, 
ends a relationship out of nowhere, no warning, like grieve it, process it. Don't hide your emotions. Like that sucks. And that's really sad. And it fucking is stupid. But then let's redirect. Like I just can think of literally so many people and so many examples where that happened. Someone broke up with them via fret, like a friendship breakup or shit didn't work out. Or there was like a big argument. And then the person who was like the good person in the relationship and like the good hearted soul, they're fucking life, it might take a couple months or it takes years, their life fucking flourishes. And now they have an amazing career and they're married to their best friend and they've got perfect fucking dogs. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, I don't know. I just, I've seen that happen so many times um, where I just fully believe it. So anyway, I hope that added some sort of value to at least one person's life. If any, if nothing, I hope that it just made you feel maybe a little bit less alone. I think that because it's not talked about so much that people who go through a friendship breakup, they're like, they feel even more isolated. It's kind of embarrassing, right? Like I, I have gone through it and I'm like, fuck, I'm a loser. But no, like I was saying before, redirection a redirection is redirection. You are literally just creating space in your life for these amazing human beings to come into it. If you are as good as a human being as you can, you're kind, you're giving, you're generous, you are supportive of other people, you are caring and patient, like, then you deserve those same type of people in your life. So maybe you haven't gone through a friendship breakup, but maybe you fucking need to. And maybe this is a little push that you need. I, I know that you guys all feel the same, but I would rather be alone than be with a fucking ding dong. That's romantic. I would rather be alone than be with a bunch of fucking ding dongs. Those are friendships. Like if you have ever been, like I said earlier, sitting at a table and you're like, fuck, these people talk so much shit about other people. Like I have literally sat at a dinner table and watched my people that I was with, that I was associating with, like make fun of someone else's outfit as they walked by the table and just loud enough for them to fucking hear mean girls, bitches. Where are they now? I don't give a fuck. That, do not surround yourself with that. You need to have the self-confidence and the self-love and self-respect to go fucking sit at a dinner table by yourself before you sit with people like that. Do not associate with those kind of people because the universe does not reward shitheads. If you are a shitty person and you ha and you make fun of others and that's how you live your life, the universe is never going to reward you. That is my opinion. Gotta get far about that. Um, anyway, if you have no idea who I am and you've somehow listened to this 40 minute podcast and thanks, love ya. Instagram, GB Clark. We are now up to 5,000 women in, it's like five, it's almost like 5,100 actually uh, women private Facebook group where I do a bunch of giveaways, blah, 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 all that kind of good stuff. Um, and anyway, I'll be in Jamaica next week. So I might not have an episode next week. Might record it when I get back. Well, I get back Thursday night. So maybe I'll record it Friday. Maybe you have to wait till the next week. I don't know. Um, there's lots to catch up on. If this is the first episode you've listened to. Hi. Um, there's like 30 others. So I love you guys. I will see you on the gram. Bye. <laughs>